You're listening to the Magnetic Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Calandra Martin, intuitive brand designer for spiritual entrepreneurs. The Magnetic Boss Podcast is where visionaries come together to openly share wisdom and authentic conversations. I know that you are ready to leave your legacy in the world and become sought out in your industry. I also know that you are sick and tired of getting overlooked. You're ready to have a magnetic business. I'm here to help you create your magnetic brand. It's my mission to help you show up confidently with a professional, irresistible online presence. If you're in this for the long game and all in on the big vision you have for your business, let's dive in. Welcome back to the Magnetic Boss Podcast. Today I want to talk about websites and I'm really aiming to save you some time, some energy, and probably some money with this episode. So this is going to be a little bit of a tangent because I have experienced as a brand designer some serious roadblocks for some of my clients who come to me and they have been in these DIY stages for a while and they're really ready to have a website that fully represents their brand. They've done the foundational work, they have determined what their niche is, they have created a really strong message, they know what their offers are, and then they find themselves in this place of, well, my website does not measure up. My website is not showing people how amazing I am, how magical this offer is. And when these clients come to me, what typically happens is they present me this website on a not silver platter, and it is a clusterfuck of different attempts that they have made to try to DIY their way to having that professional website. And a lot of times they have spent a ton of time and energy on watching tutorials and trying to figure out how different platforms work and piecing together the process. And they're usually frustrated and confused and completely stuck when it comes to updating their website. So I want to share with you a couple of things that I commonly see so that you can avoid them. And I also want to open up the opportunity for you to ask me your questions. So if you want to pick my brain around this, you can go to Instagram at calandra.martin and send me a DM. Send me your questions. I'm going to be putting up one of those question boxes in my stories so that you can ask me anything that you want to know around your website because this is something that so many people spend so much time on and it's really wasted energy. You could be out there making connections with potential clients. You could be out there doing market research. You could be out there getting on podcast interviews or doing something to get yourself visible. But instead, it's so much easier for us a lot of the time to tinker with our websites and try to figure it out because we think that it's going to save us money rather than hiring a designer and having somebody support you who knows what they're doing. (laughs) So the first thing is to get support when and if you need support. Now, if you feel really comfortable and confident with your website and you have DIY'd it and it's working for you, awesome. I am not saying that everybody needs to hire a website designer. Absolutely not. In fact, I am a self-taught web designer. I did not know how to build websites before I started building them for other people. I taught myself through building my own website on multiple platforms. I tried something, 
I failed miserably, I tried it again, and I figured it out. So I know that you can do that too, 110%. But what I don't want for you is to spend a ton of time wasting your energy on something that is going to leave you feeling miserable and isn't going to give you the end result that you're looking for. So if you are trying to position yourself in the online space as an expert, as an authority, as somebody that your audience can trust, and you have a website that is just piecemealed together and it doesn't work, it's not functional, it doesn't lead to them converting to your mailing list or whatever it might be, then you're really, really wasting your time and your resources. So if that is the case, ask for help. Hire a designer. (laughs) Number two, I want you to do your research before you dive into a platform and make a decision based on the first ad that you see right? If you type into Google, build a website, the first thing that's probably going to come up, I haven't tested this in a while for SEO, but the first thing that comes up is usually the Wix website builder. And as a designer who has built websites on Wix, I can tell you that they're a nightmare. (laughs) You do not want to build your website on Wix. Just take it from me. Uh, But do your own research, right? So really understand the benefits of the platform that you're choosing, as well as the downfalls to the website platform that you're choosing. Your business is going to really determine what you need for a website. If you have a brick and mortar website, you might want something really, really simple. If you are going to be building out courses and programs and have an online shop and all of these pieces, then you may need something a little bit more robust, right? So really be thinking about what functionalities you need on your website and does the platform that you want to choose support that? And you really wanna be thinking here, tip number three, about the big vision for your business. So what a lot of people will do is they will find the most inexpensive option because in the beginning of your business, you don't have typically a lot of money to invest in your business. I know, speaking from experience, my first website was free on Wix, right? I've been there, I've done this, learned it the hard way, so let me save you from this. So a lot of times people will prevent themselves from investing in a website platform because it seems as though it costs a lot of money up front, right? So you have to pay for your hosting, for your domain, you have to invest in the website platform itself. And there's usually some other things that require you to invest along the way. And what a lot of people will do is they'll try to save themselves money. Well, let me tell you that when you save yourself some money, you are going to more than likely be spending extra time trying to get that platform to work for you the way that you want it to, and you're probably going to hit some limitations. So the reason that this podcast episode was inspired was because I had a client come to me who had a WordPress site. And they had been using a free template, right? They're on the free WordPress plan. And so they built out their site, all of this content with a free template, and they were ready to update it, to upgrade their website just a little bit. And so now that they're ready to do this, a lot of work has to happen on the back end because they have to upgrade their WordPress site in order to use a custom theme, in order to customize anything really without having to do a bunch of coding. 
Now, if they would have started with the business plan for WordPress and they would have found a theme builder that was user-friendly, like the Divi theme builder that I use for all of my clients, they would not have to redesign their entire website from the ground up. They would not have to be finicking with the back end of trying to get this free template to work. And after spending a couple hundred dollars on a website, they would have something extremely functional that they didn't have to think about, right? So I really want you to be aware of how much time and energy you can save yourself by investing in a platform that works better, right? You really are going to get what you pay for with any of these platforms. Now, that isn't to say that every platform out there that costs a bunch of money is going to be worth your time. One instance of this that I have personally experienced is the Kajabi platform. I'm not dissing on Kajabi. I know this is super popular for a lot of online entrepreneurs. But what I find is a lot of people get into Kajabi thinking that they're going to have this all-in-one platform. And then they get in there and they find out that it doesn't have this feature and it doesn't have that feature. And the design is really limiting if you don't know how to code things. And so... I really just encourage you to be thinking about the big picture for your business when it comes to your website. How do you want to grow into your website? What does the functionality need to be? And do you value your time enough to get support when you need support? Can you hire somebody to help you so that you're saving yourself that time, that effort, that energy, and allowing yourself to focus on the things that you do best? on the things that are going to build your business, like talking to clients, right? So really be aware of those three things. And also just keeping in mind that just because one designer or somebody else you know is using a platform that they really love, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the platform for you because we all are going to have our own personal preference based on the user experience. So for example, WordPress versus Squarespace. This is a question that is always, always asked. I see this in Facebook groups a lot where people are trying to make this decision. They are very comparable in pricing. They are comparable in functionality and customization, but they are very different when it comes to user experience on the back end. So if you are not tech savvy, if you are not intuitive when it comes to building a website, WordPress is more than likely going to be a platform that is difficult for you to navigate until you get your bearings and you really get comfortable with it. Whereas Squarespace is designed to be a website builder that anybody can use, right? Anybody can go in and grab a Squarespace template and add their content in and have it look presentable. So really just think about and play around with your options because just because somebody says that WordPress is the best platform doesn't mean that it's going to be the best platform for you. And now a lot of these platforms specifically for websites are going to offer you a free trial and I highly recommend that you take them up on that offer, right? Allow yourself to be curious when you're first designing your website and if you're thinking about changing from one platform to another, look at the options that you have. Really allow yourself to take your time with this to sit with this decision and also know that at the end of the day, 
you can always change your mind. (laughs) There is no wrong answer here. So if you are somebody who has been playing with your website, you've been trying to DIY it for some time and you're feeling frustrated, just know that it doesn't have to be that way. It does not have to be difficult. Your website should be your home base, something that you feel really proud of, really confident in, and you know that it is building your business while you sleep. That is the ultimate goal for your website. So I hope this was helpful for you today. I could dive a lot deeper, but I want you to be asking me your specific questions. So again, go over to Instagram at calandra.martin. We'll link that in the show notes and send me a DM and let me know what questions you have around building your website, getting support when it comes to building your website and any other questions around this topic that you might have. Okay. If this was helpful, please share the episode out and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you are listening so you never miss a beat. For episode show notes, visit calandramartin.com forward slash podcast. Your iTunes reviews and your sharing of the show helps us reach more magnetic bosses just like you. Until next time.